Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the shutdown forecast. <laughs> you are listening. It's gorilla thumping. To the internet's only college football podcast. Um, Holly, you had a succinct question, which addresses many of the things that I think we should discuss when talking about the finale to this college football season. I did. You did. You had like one question. Uh, yeah, we gonna have a title game. It's a good question. Cool. So this is a real good question because this afternoon came out be reporting in al.com by John Talty and others that we Ohio State might have some covid issues some covid issues that could potentially push the game back to and I quote a later date You said that so ominously like it'd be 2037 A later date is an ominous phrase when you hear a later date in life, it usually doesn't mean anything good. It's usually what you hear at the end of a job interview when somebody says, hey, we'll contact you at a later date. What if it's some shit you don't want to do? What if it's Kristen Saban and you're going to court? For punching someone? Yeah. Yeah? That would be a later date. Yeah, we can discuss that. Like, courts. Hypothetically. Yeah, you would hear that. Sorry to beat you to the punch there, Spencer. Jesus is coming back at a later date. You know what? The hits just keep coming, Ollie. That's amazing. 
Um, also like Kristen. Yeah, Jesus coming at a later date. Godot coming at a later date. Your Avat- Avatar sequels coming at a later date. Yeah, <laughs> Half Life Three coming at a later date. This is all really hit or miss. <laughs> do you yes, think sir. Jesus, do you think Jesus is waiting on the Avatar sequels? Yes, yes. James Cameron is going to make it happen. I think James, uh, James Cameron has the same initials as Jesus Christ. Think about that. I, I think the Lord knows the movement of every sparrow in the heavens, but even He doesn't remember shit about Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I get to heaven, what? God. What's your favorite line from Avatar? Uh, uh, uh. uh me, damn it, this is embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I think it was when uh, Jake Avatar uh, turned blue. Shit. Uh, shit. And, and he said, Avatar on three. One, two, three. Avatar. It was probably when Bob Odenkirk pointed, jumped up and said, <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> We're going to need an avatar. We're going to need a into bigger a real... avatar. We got a, we got a real avatar here. Uh, Dave Wasserman has seen enough. Uh, Raphael Warnock defeats Kelly Loeffler. So Dave Wasserman said that. What? Dave Wasserman has seen enough. Oh, okay. Holly's, not, Holly's not happy. <laughs> no, no, listen, man. <laughs> Holly's not happy. Do you, mm. yeah, Holly's that's, gr- that's it. That's it. That's what's happening here. Holly's grumble really like strikes the like primordial fear part of my being. Yeah. It makes me I'm feel not, like I'm, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. That's what's happening here. I just, I just, I just responding to your your growl. That's all. So, yeah we we may not we may not have a title game going back to this because uh, a couple things. Yeah, Ohio State might not have that. Also, I don't know what what do you do in a reasonable society when a major epidemiological event affects the scheduling of certain non-essential activities like a college football final, you would say, ah, we'll pick it up at a later date. You we'll play on, motherfucker. Out. You play on. Okay. I'll take that bait, Ryan. Even if you play on, what would you say between the two parties in this particular game? One might not want to do something like, I don't know, accuse them of cowardice or wanting more time to let a star quarterback recover from a major injury or even a minor one. What well, you wouldn't do that, would you? I wouldn't, but my dad is just some regular dude, not the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. That would be uh, at Kristen Saban S. That'd be Kristen Saban, daughter of Alabama football coach Nick Saban, who tweeted earlier, <clears throat> If you're not confident to play, then say it. I call BS on the COVID cases. <laughs> I'm not even through the tweet. That's the first two. <laughs> They're just worried about their QB and want him to have more time to heal. If he's hurt, put in your backup. You didn't see us postpone the rest of the season to wait for Waddle. All caps. Bye. Posted for 19 p.m. January 5th, 2021 from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Please note location and timestamp, 4.19 p.m. She sounds like she needed to chill. <laughs> she did chill. She did chill. Dialed uh, it down, <laughs> walked it back. Dialed it down, walked it back. Yeah, sure. Not before Cardell Jones tweeted back, uh, quote tweeted it with, uh, laughing, crying emoji. Sure you want to face another backup from OSU? You know what happened last time, right? <sighs> dot, dot, dot. 
on the plus side, they can't hurt Oregon again. That is true. So <laughs> they can't they can't hurt my beloved ducks. Silver linings. That's true. We we may not we we may what is like if you said at a later date and they actually push this back a week. That means it will have taken <laughs> it will have taken I'm gonna say three years to play this season. <laughs> yeah. In full. At some point, we're pushing into the uh, supposed FCS season, so we could do a doubleheader or some of some sort. Can we just do an F an FBS FCS handoff, where we play the title game and then we roll directly into the opening game of the FCS season? Yeah, fuck it. I mean, at some point, we're just doing the NBA thing. They had like two months off, right? Something like that between. Yeah. <laughs> like the uh, the finals was during this football season. And and NBA is already back and running. That's what college football is going to have to make sure. I think everyone is uh somewhat healthy. I guess. I think the obviously this is uh you know whatever's going on with Ohio State and I think I think both athletic directors came out and said like yes it's fine we're probably going to play. Um, whatever's going on, it's easy to make assumptions and all that. Um. The one thing I do want to note is both Alabama and Ohio State, both of you have immediate family members of legendary championship head coaches who uh, post online denying <laughs> denying COVID. One of them has at least apologized. The other who... Uh, the other be, works as a nurse at other, Ohio State. The other is a nurse who could be on her way to Jacksonville, Florida or uh, or Los Angeles, California. And we'll presumably just keep posting. At the Ohio State School of Crazy Medicine. Okay. Crazy medicine. It's like normal medicine, but crazy. Yeah. Who could be on the way to Jacksonville? Because that's exactly what the Jaguars need, is a coach who can't physically stand losing. Like, it actually, <laughs> we, we really considered that, that, like, the Jags were like, we need a coach who's going to have a professional football team in their hands. Let's get somebody who's actually been made physically ill by losing. The Jags are 2-13. and 13. It's week 17. Urban Meyer is standing there shaking, and he looks over. Jackson DeVille is on fire, and he says, that guy, that's the one guy in here I need on my team. All the rest of you get out of here. Keeping the fire cat. That's it. Just see like Urban's arm falls off. Just, just drops <laughs> off. Do you know how many do you know how many games Urban Meyer has lost as a coach in the seventeen years he's been doing that job? As a, I as was a bunch, gonna, a bunch one year in Florida and then otherwise like none. I I wanna I wanna say something like twenty four. It's thirty two. Yeah, and, and the bunch yeah. the bunch of that one year in Florida was eight and was an eight and five year. Uh, so how many years would it take him to lose that many games as head coach of the Jaguars? Just one. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Just one. Different answers. Good. Love it. (laughs) Average, average amount, average amount. That's, that's, that's a superb answer. Um, yeah, I, I could say like reasonably given how bad the Jags are, you say one, I mean, I'm going to say this philosophically, not possible. Or philosophically possible, mathematically not, right? I think I think he could lose that many in like 
three seasons. The worst season he's had is that eight and five year. He's both in terms of total losses and winning percentage. Um, I mean, unless you count, you know, the whole 2018 Ohio State year where he had quite a fun off the field experience and got held out of a handful of games. But um, just going on wins and losses, yeah, that's the worst. And like, it's very, <clears throat> it seems likely that he'd go at least like best case nine and seven. That's a huge stretch for me to say nine and seven, but that seems right. And I don't know how he would handle seven losses. I I really There's don't. There's no data. Like would... There's no data here. <laughs> the irony the irony of having a very high pressure job like an NFL job where failure is all but guaranteed for even the best in a di- in a difficult year um, where you're going to like you will lose games. You know, ten and six is a real good season. That's an amazing season. 11 and 5. It's an awesome season. You go 12 and 4. Whew, we're, we're getting to like the stratosphere of excellent. Um, if you if you like lose 11 games in a season, <laughs> there's some really good coaches who've lost 11 games in a season. Bill Belichick did it. <clears throat> Bill Belichick so, did it his first year in New England and his last year in Cleveland. I think he's going to have to draw strength from uh, from an earlier source in his life. He's going to go back before he was a head coach, um, all the way back to an organization that for a long, long, long time prepared many people to deal with losing. He played in the minor league baseball system for the Atlanta Braves in the 80s. Did he have a mustache? I got to assume so. Okay. But yeah, everyone, everyone did. you were legally required to. I was going to say, I, th- I feel like the Braves in the 80s were like the inverse of the Steinbrenner Yankees, where Steinbrenner was like, no long hair, no facial hair. And the Braves were like, slap a goatee on it right now. I mean, yeah. when Ted I Turner to... is your is your like local demigod, like yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> you gotta have a mustache. Like here, here, here's a soul patch. Get out there, shag some. Flies. I need a, everyone answer the question. What are you working for? The weekend. That's right. Everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> but we this play games on the Shut up. We're Shut all up. working for the weekend. I don't care that we play games on the weekend. Excuse me. Everybody wants right a what? I, I gotta get some water. Y'all keep going or whatever. A new romance. That's what we want. Yeah, I I cannot imagine this working in any way imaginable. Not for the usual college football coach reasons, which would be like Lou Holtz making the Jets learn a fight song. Please remember that Lou Holtz tried to make the Jets like learn their own fight song. Please imagine this. Please imagine how well the, a New York Jets fan handled this news. Probably, probably well. Probably yeah, no, 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 a freaking song! Wow, <laughs> it's got him doing musicals. Speaking of musicals, yes. Oh, you gave me. Well, you gave he me walked the end. into it, idiot. All right, oh, Spencer. No. The game has no. returned when you least expected it. And guess what? These are all listener submissions. All three. Again, the rules are simple. I'm going to read you the title and a brief description of three musicals. Two are real. One is not. Are you ready? I'm always ready. Number one, the boys of Camp Winnemonco. When the boys and the alcoholic counselor of Cabin 5 accidentally set up camp on the land of a mysterious farmer, they're kidnapped and forced through a series of mind games through which they learn not just about survival but about each other. This show surprises its audience by killing off a different camper every night. 
That's the boys of Camp Winnemonco. That's your first choice. Choice number two. Uh, can I just say something? Yeah. If you if you made that one up, that is an ornate and beautiful piece of imaginary work. Choice number two. All American is the title. <clears throat> Professor Fedorsky immigrates from Hungary to the United States to teach at the Southern Baptist Institute of Technology, where he winds up applying engineering principles to football and leading the team to the Cotton Bowl until an unscrupulous advertising executive decides to exploit his newfound fame. All-American. That's the title of that one. Your third choice, Dogfight, a group of young Marines gathered in San Francisco the night before they ship off to Vietnam decide to celebrate their last night of freedom with a cruel game they call a, quote, dogfight, where every man puts money in a pot, sets out to find a party date, and the man with the ugliest date wins the pot. That musical, Dogfight. Which, okay. which of these is the false musical? I'm going to say for the first time in the history of this game, the brief yeah. history of this game. I am flying totally blind here. Okay. Do okay. not have uh I do not have prior understanding or knowledge of any of these three and I'm just going to have to go by uh if not sight by faith. I think that the second one sounds like the made up one. Um so I'm just going to go with that and say that all American is the fake one. Ryan, I told you. All American is a real musical spencer <laughs> ryan i told you he was gonna bite on that i, I mean because well I, this, I i i overthought it because i bit like three times i was like oh that would be the one he made up no but it wouldn't but but what if he what if he what if you reversed me a true i didn't, reverse, I didn't make it up end around. <clears throat> i didn't make it up mel brooks made it up he wrote the book to all american wow um, which which ran on Broadway for 80 performances in 1962 and drew mostly unfavorable reviews. You're kidding me. That nope. is an amazing piece of cultural history, Ryan. Yeah. Again, these, these, all three of these, I didn't pull the uh, listener names because I don't know if people want to be associated with the show or with me or any of that. Uh, but thank you to the three listeners who sent in the two fakes, the two real musicals and the fake. The fake was from a listener as well. What was the fake? The fake musical. Well, okay. No, Wait, give him, another, yeah. give him another guess. Uh, yeah. is, the fake one the, is the fake one the first one? The fake one is the first one. Yeah, the, 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 the ugly date pot is basically every musical ever. It's kind of true. Mm. I am... Do I desperately want the first one to be real more than any other, other fake ones we've had before? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That is amazing. Not just for the prospect of killing summer campers. <laughs> I... I was trying to think the staging on that one is pretty spectacular. Doesn't have to be. Right? No. You could do it in a black box with a campfire right in the middle of the theater. I like that you're already like, plotting it. Bitch, or you, or you, could, you could do it in the round. Like, uh, that's, Oklahoma, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Like the, like the Oklahoma uh, revival they just did, which was supposed to be very good and had crockpots all over the stage, too. And I think you got to yes. go up to the stage and like get chili out of the crockpot if you wanted to. Oh, God, we did that for fucking Inherit the Wind when I was, like, a freshman. It was awful. Wow. Who played, who, who, did you have any, like, Dennehy-worthy Oh, worse. This was at Tennessee, so it was always David fucking Keith. Okay, yeah. However, on occasion, it was also Dale Dickey, who was a goddess. Fair. Um, Well, Spencer, you've been got once by our listeners and none by me. And I think that means I should quit the show forever, but I won't. Tough shit. I think this is just an invitation Promise. to the listeners to 
keep the streak going. That's keep true. Keep it going. Yeah. Right? S- send, send, send in more suggestions. There are more that I haven't gotten to, obviously. Uh, Hashtag Ryan streak. Yeah, that'll, <laughs> yeah. that'll work. Streaking Ryan. That'll so, work, <laughs> I guess. Oh. Lion nanny. How yep. bloomed was his onion? <laughs> bloomed. Bloomed. Yeah. So no, again, great work, listeners. I am I am impressed. I take this loss with equanimity and tip my hat. I will be back for this. Tonight tonight was a Heisman. I don't know. Did you did y'all know I have a vote for that? I have a vote for the Heisman. Oh dear. Still. Okay. Still have yeah. a vote, huh? Still, still have a vote. Are you I ever worried? Are you ever worried that one year they're going to be like, "Yeah, no, thanks." They're going to they're going to clear the voter rolls and like, yeah, we got purge oh. me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the Spencer's dead. I had this was my ballot. You want to hear my ballot? Because I have a vote. Not really. Uh, so yeah, so I'm going to tell you. Um, Field apparel. <laughs> I heard yes. I heard a yes in there. All right, your eyes. Your eyes were saying. Was, that, home was it apparel. Cerber that said yes? I don't think it was Cerber. Cerber, did you say yes? Mm-mm. No. Cerber <laughs> <laughs> sounding good tonight, folks. Cerber <laughs> recording from inside the full cast paint. Cerber Cerber's yes. recording from the shutdown full cast, 2012 to 2019. A lot of people yeah. will tell you that under uh, uh, 30,000 leagues under the sea, 20,000 leagues under the sea is shut down at Disney. In fact, it's nope. where Cerber records this podcast from. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're we're gonna outro this with the Bubba Sparks Little Mermaid remix, right? Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. There's a chance the server has never heard this. Um, well, we're gonna fix that. Um, Hang on. Do mermaids technically have booty? Uh, yeah, they do. After this. <laughs> Okay. I, mean, I mean, for one, they have to uh, they have to excrete a solid that's, waste somehow. That's different. That's say, you're just saying that they have an alimentary canal. Yeah, but well, I mean, we all know you have to have some sort of a. They have a. If you're what? a humanoid, you have to have some sort of a cushion around that. Some sort of. I a, mean, a curvature around but, it. But all, but, all, but all people are essentially tubes, right? <laughs> I mean, if you've never heard this, it is amazing. And what's weird is Disney signed off on this. They did. Man, this is Disney podcasting right here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Being a radio DJ is a great scam. This is easy. Just got to hit the post. Just push the fucking button. On eight back and watch the money pile up. The Weasel! Darling, it's better down where it's wetter could have been a Bubba Sparks line. That is true. true. Um, But no, I don't think fish have butts. Well, they... Fish aren't... Mermaids aren't fish. Yeah. The, 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 The relevant half is fish. Yeah, but you look at the way it's drawn. They're drawn by perverts. Ryan, I'm just I'm also I'm also disappointed that you would not consider the entire mermaid worth considering, but merely the relevant. I just want to know if Ariel has a dunk or not, okay? I mean, I think there's a large portion of the oh, internet God, that has really that has studied this issue and would conclude in the affirmative. There are probably numerous subreddits that will give you an opinion on this that you don't want. Cuz look, I know. Listen, we've all we all know Elastigirl's got a dunk. 
She's got that big old mom donk. Sure. But so no I know, denies it. I know Disney is up for it. That's that's. I will tell you this. <laughs> this song's amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not gonna stop for a minute. This is a good part. <laughs> oh no! I mean, Ursula's, no. got, Ursula's got a butt. It, it, Ursula's it, all butt. Yeah, Ursula's, but yeah. The funniest version of The Little Mermaid to me are the ones where mermaids and mermen go pleading with the gods of the sea and land. Please, please, let me let me take to the land so that I might have a gigantic donkey ass. Please. Like, some guy, some merman, like, crawling to shore being like, all I want to do is have oh, legs. Here's the bridge. Oh god. This is this is yeah. gonna get us sued somehow. Um Who's gonna sue us? Bubba Sparks or Disney? Bubba Disney. is of course a George football fan and Alabama basketball basketball fan. Sure. So that Fuck is you, a Tom unique Green. pedigree. Bubba's my Twitter pal. Bubba, please don't. We love you. There is a I would say there's like a point zero one percent chance Bubba will just listen anyway. Like if yeah, if we put if we put oh wait, uh, wait, 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 here we go finale if, if we title it something Georgia football he might actually listen. Um, oh. That's our show. Thanks everybody. Thank you. Yeah, thanks everybody. That's great. Yeah. Does Bubba thank, Sparks? Thank you. No. Uh, Does, thank you to SoundCloud rapper TLD Royd. It's pretty good. Too long didn't Royd? Correct. Yep. It's about this is he's a strength coach. Yeah, definitely a strength coach. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's all natural. I, I worked out too long. Did not roid. Really. Did I came out of I came out of the sea. I prayed for a gigantic donkey ass. Put one on the back, and I became the squat and, king and, of Central er, Florida. And uh, King Triton didn't give me one, so I just squatted till I had one. <laughs> That's it. Um, I God, I'm so sidetracked now. For what you were like, talking honestly. about, Ohio State. Yeah, how? What is King Triton's strength program like underwater? Like, how's he getting that big? <laughs> well, you know he skips leg day. Ob- yes, definitely. But also, like, what, what is he? <laughs> He's mostly doing cardio, right? There's, I mean, water is good. <laughs> water is great resistance. Yeah, but that's not going to get you bulk, is it? <laughs> no, Evidently. but you like look at. Like You're shouldn't he look, shouldn't he look like Michael Phelps the whole with goddamn a beard? ocean? He's not holding it up. What are you talking about? He's not Atlas of yes, the Sea. Triton is the Atlas of the Sea. God damn it! Not in he's the not movies. Be- not. I mean, if you ever seen a ripped dolphin, they're not. They're, you know, they got right. like some like a seal. Think about a seal. A seal is amazingly strong, but it's not going to be cut. It's going to have the power belly, right? If you're Basically, at the bottom you know, of the talking- ocean and the yeah. whole ocean is pushing down on you. You're essentially holding up the... Let's bring on our friend James Cameron. That's not how this works. Yeah. If the James part Cameron of the ocean right then. that is not you, right. everything above that is being held up by you, as well as the water that is alongside you. So you're so, saying the strongest animals on Earth. If I'm understanding... Yeah, it's the weird blinking strong- shit down there. <laughs> that okay. like You look okay. at it and they're like just like, fuck you. And, and, you're and like, that's, Sorry, why they, that's why they look that way. They're like, I don't have time to look pretty. Oh my I'm god. constantly oh my in the god. gym. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is a joke. Okay, this is a joke that's just for Ryan, but I promise it's, it's fucking hilarious, okay? Ryan, Ryan, we're going to make a musical about the creatures that live around the little geothermal vents yeah. at the bottom yeah. of the ocean. You know what we're going to call it? What? Spring Awakening. 
broke the foot off into shit that's right. that was is andres every, cantor worthy is everyone okay but i think i'm oh baby i wouldn't even try him so like i said <laughs> my heisman ballot was no. i will do it again is king it triton was, on it he was second really com slash full cast it was Devonte smith god damn it Second was uh King Triton had no yards at all. None. Najee because Harris. Never, man's never even in... seen a yard. <laughs> I had Najee Harris second. And then uh third I had Jared Patterson. Cause you know, that third Heisman slot. Let's just give Jared Patterson some love. Buffalo's finest. Okay. There. Only had to talk about mermaid butts to get there. No linemen, huh? Not any good linemen. No. <laughs> No linemen this year. That sucks. They're all pretty bad this year. (laughs) I can't think of a dumber thing to do than to say, yeah, every college offensive lineman, they were pretty disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) They were all average. They were all all okay. Just get the fattest, meanest men on the field really mad at you. (sighs) Oh. Did, they don't re- do they will they re- I forget did they release like the full like here's yeah. ev- everybody who got a vote okay. <clears throat> yeah it's probably out already okay it better be it takes them way too long to count this way too long <laughs> we gotta wait for mail-in ballots and then there's the Look, mil- military ballots from overseas and yeah do, do we have to see if any did like did anyone vote twice <laughs> <laughs> was there voter fraud for the Heisman uh, so, oh, so we have the top 10. Top uh, 10, yeah. Devontae, Trevor, Mack, Trask, Najee, Brees Hall of Iowa State, world's greatest running back for the playoff committee, uh, Justin Fields, who played about six minutes. They're all pretty good. Zach Wilson, Ian Book, and Kyle Pitts. So Florida had exactly as many top 10 guys as Bama had top three guys. Still pretty good. Cool. Yeah, Kyle Trask, uh, Kyle Trask did, did, didn't really finish strong. That's just... just IMO, a hot take, didn't really finish strong enough. Maybe losing but, but, LSU. But, but again, better than all the linemen. All of them everywhere. Yeah, better they were all, than they all, were all pretty bad. I didn't see a lineman throw a single decent pass this year. Wow. So, sorry. You're going to get emails now. So. From I'm going to get <laughs> from linemen. Yeah. Yeah. Emails, with bar- emails with barbecue sauce on them. Dear idiot. <laughs> dear <laughs> dear little idiot. Dear tiny <laughs> That really should be what all linemen do in response to any insult. Hey, little idiot. Dear tiny moron. Up here in giant land, we see things a little differently. Um, Has anyone's coach left yet? Did anyone get fired? Is that still happening? As of of the last hour? Yeah. I don't think so. I would like to point out, so, you know... Uh, let's get a few things out of the way. The full cast has magical powers. Yes. Can we control them? No, because on the last episode, I said by the time that episode came out, Dan Mullen was going to get the Jets job. 
we're here recording the next episode and Dan Mullen did not get the Jets job. So no, like I understand people want to people tweet us and are like, Hey, why don't you just talk about how like COVID magically disappears or some shit? Like we can't control it. Right. Okay? When is, when does that end though? Cause like this episode is not out yet. No. Yeah. Like it, it, the powers could still happen, but I'm just saying like we've tried, I think we have tried to use our powers exactly twice on this show. Once, Last show, I tried to get Dan Mullen the highest. Uh, and we to, try to use it; it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Right. We tried to get Dan Mullen the Jets job, and we tried to get Henry Kissinger dead via skateboard accident, and those things have not happened. No, we yes. didn't. We just wanted to see a Molly over a trash can. I thought we wanted I mean, to die in the skateboarding. I we think it was. We didn't a, want to kill Henry Kissinger. <laughs> 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 Ryan, I realize as our attorney, you have to spell out exactly what. Sure. Uh, what yeah. <laughs> I'm our attorney now. <laughs> <laughs> Holly would be a great attorney because, like, a, a witness would just get up there and say something. Filing my teeth to points while maintaining unblinking eye contact oh, yeah. with the witness, opposing counsel. Witness would be like, I saw Spencer going to the bank, and Holly would just be like, no, you didn't. And the witness would be like, maybe I did. I don't know. Crate. <laughs> Crate. Get in it. I think you would just do your negotiating tactics at them, right? Oh, do you want to? Have we ever done this on the show? Yeah, well, that that when you try, when you try to don't don't tell people about this. It makes me sound psychotic. It's a very effective negotiating tactic that okay. I think more people should try. All right, how do we do this? What's an example that we? What's an example that we've done in real life? Uh, this. Hey, you know what? I think we. I think that should happen at twelve o'clock. Mm, it works better with money. Okay. $5. I will give you $5 for that. $10. I will give you $6. $20. I will give you 650. $50. I will give you $10. 100. It's uh it's it's an offshoot of the don't start none doctrine. Sure. It feels very overkill. Hans Gruber where like Spencer's overkill. like Look, Listen, what's the point of underkill? <laughs> That's where the good meat is. It's in the underkill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I. This is this is how you would be on the stand with somebody, right? You wouldn't bother to say like, "Oh, I've established that you've lied about that." You would just basically badger them until they admitted it. It would be yeah, yeah. And the judge would <laughs> the judge would be like, "Move along." And you would go, "No, no, I'm not going to do that." No, I'll stay right here. Uh, no, nobody's gotten any new jobs yet. They're interested in the jobs. The jobs are out there. Hmm. This I will does, say, this is so most of the time I think college football is funnier and more interesting than the NFL. The coaching cycle in the NFL is the one exception, and I will tell you why. There is this thing that happens in the early stages of the co- the coaching turnover progress a process rather, where the coaches that are going to get fired get fired. And then the next thing happens. And keep in mind, this is while the NFL <clears throat> has, you know, puffed itself up as, you know, 100% grit. Nothing but nothing but fighting through pain. Next man up. Business. It's a business and a sport and an honor. Shield ball, right? But then the thing happens where the franchises that want to go after certain coordinators who are, like, occupying the playoffs have to get extremely courtly about it, where they're like, dearest, 
Dearest Kansas City Chiefs owner, it would do me the great honor if you would release your offensive coordinator for one day of merriment and interviewing with a humble franchise with your permission at a date to be determined at your convenience. They have to go around and do this whole bullshit act where they're like, may we please meet with your coach to discuss future employment with us. And the franchises can just be like, no, you can't do that. That's my eldest son, and I won't let him date you. Yeah. <laughs> you're asking some dude, like, you're, you're courting some dude. Yes. Jerry, Jer- some dude like Jerry Richardson. Uh, it, and announcing your intent to... May I court to, your daughter? May I, may, I court, may I court your offensive coordinator? I will bring, I will bring her only the finest of hardest dishes. Sir, I would like to announce my intent to wed your defensive coordinator. To first wed and then help. I'm so glad you brought this voice in because this is how I always imagine Jason Garrett talks every time I see his face. Huh. It's like a, a cross between that and John Lovitz doing Tales of Ribaldry. Mm. I'm Jason Gaddett. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. I enjoyed the Maybe po- with a little bit of King John in the cartoon Robin Hood. Sure. That fox that everybody wanted in- to bang. Including the thumb sucking. Oh, no, 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 yep. no. Yep. Jason Gaddett has a dirty thumb. <laughs> <laughs> he did go to Princeton, so he doesn't wash his hands. This We've is how everyone this. from Princeton talks. <laughs> I, love dudes, I love dudes in the NFL who somehow bypass any... Now I have a voice. <laughs> that's, that's so disturbing. It's great. No, it's I really have good. a terrible voice. <laughs> now this every NFL the, coach's uh, name. The, t- the tall lady on uh, Good Place is, is the voice I'm getting here. Oh, mm. thank you. Mm-hmm. I love dudes in the NFL who've somehow gotten to this point without ever actually having done a decent job coaching anywhere at at a lower level. You know, they're like, what was he? Well, special teams coordinator at Mississippi State. Uh, He was at uh, Pittsburgh State, you know, the Gorillas, for uh, nine years and won approximately seven games there. Don't ask how. Seven. And then, uh, then I don't know. Then he became the offensive coordinator for the New York Giants. He like was, it, what? He was, off, he was off the grid for about three years there. Nobody really knows. <laughs> then, then uh, yeah, he went to work for uh, let's see, uh, Ron Turner, and now now he's the <laughs> head to coach be clear, of the Chargers. He was, he was Ron Turner's pool boy. Just so we're clear, yeah, like, not football related. <laughs> like how? They're like yeah, he did great things at East at uh, East Illinois, and then uh, I don't know. He got a gig with the Packers. Like, there are so many dudes in the NFL. I'm like, I don't really expect these to be direct pipelines and completely overlapping. But I sort of kind of expect to go, well, I've sort of heard of that dude. There are dudes who pop up in the NFL. And you're like, this says you worked at a sunglass hut seven years ago. There's also, weird. So there's, I think there's this thing. There, every year in the NFL, say there's like six open jobs. Everyone agrees who five of those jobs are going to, right? Like this year, Eric Bieniemy, the Titans OC, the Bucks OC. Um, you know, there's like this short list of guys that are like doing musical chairs. And then there's the one oddball yeah. team that hires the sunglass hut guy. It's just, all right, we got a guy from the CFL. That's yeah. Happening. Now I'm. I think the now the opposite of that are college guys who get hired. The pro people are like, what? Like Cliff Kingsbury. Like, realistically, if you're a professional fan who has no contact with pros, and then you're like, yeah, we hired Texas Tech's head coach, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, hey, 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 hey. 
it's quite possible Cliff has worked at Sunglass Hut. Man wears shades a lot. See? So maybe that's why. Maybe. I mean, that's totally, that's completely possible, you know? Um, and then there are guys who are just so old that, like, the people they've coached with, I don't really recognize their, their, you know, entire, like, network or, like, I don't recognize anyone they worked with, right? Like, Vic Fangio. You're like, how long has he been coaching? 41 years. Okay. Yeah. Everyone who trained him is dead. They've, they've been dead for a really long time. He so start, I get that. He, he started in the Colts mailing room when they were in Baltimore still. And he never gave up. The, the, that, was, that was back when the Colts, it was like the Colts Express. He was literally delivering <laughs> mail for the Colts. Yeah. Or like this. Matt LaFleur. Matt, Matt LaFleur was like, like just his resume you look at it you're like you weren't anywhere for a real long time dude and i don't really know where you came from one fun thing about matt lafleur that you should know in 2003 he played uh football for an indoor football team the in omaha, omaha nebraska the omaha beef the omaha beef the fun Do you know thing what their mascot is, was it's a bull right yes do you know what the mascot's <laughs> name was sirloin uh, Nice. <laughs> the cheerleaders were the prime dancers. Oh Jesus! That doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> nope. Nope. So the fun thing about this is, uh, I was actually googling this the other day. If you Google his name in Omaha Beef, you will find a Facebook post by the Omaha Beef saying, "Hey, uh, NBC wants photos of uh, of Packers coach in Omaha Beef jersey. Anybody got him? We don't have any." <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> <Omaha beef. laughs> they have like one photo of him standing by the logo They're like uh please post post photos if you got them and there's like five photos that are like i was sitting in like the last row which is like you know the 50th row it was like i don't know if he's any of these and one of them's like uh, a guy being carted off with injury like was that him i don't know could be anyway that's a good thing to google but these are the yeah, people who, like, are be- who are beating jim harbaugh out for nfl jobs. that's right what <laughs> ew yep and they are doing it while, like, Michigan fans, I think, are hope. I think Michigan fans, I don't know at this point, but it feels like Michigan fans are like, God, it would be fucking great if the Jets just took him. If they just took him off our hands. Fuck, that would be, like, it just, it wouldn't be awkward, and we could just all move on yeah. quietly. And I've seen multiple, like... We could, like, like play it, it as success. Yeah, like, it, it, you know, it'd be really funny if we just end up with Matt Campbell. You know, like, <laughs> I think they would be fine with that. Like, it's it's like he's a valuable car that they regret buying. So they're like, maybe if I just park it on the street, somebody will steal it, and then I can just get the insurance money. And like, what yeah, I'm going to cock. What? <laughs> he has depreciated quite a bit. Y'all are not going to believe what just called both races. What? The fucking economist. What? Oh. I well, hope I was I was well, hoping well. I was hoping you were gonna say TMZ Sports. This is a little hasty for the economist. Don't they move at like eighteen forty five speed? I'm I've, uncomfortable with this. The economist is called like the nineteen twelve election. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Rutherford B. Hayes we've, ascends to the presidency. We've, we've seen determined. enough. <laughs> Our we Raven have. has finally returned from the front. <laughs> Here are 100 non-bylined words about what the Raven hath spoken. We asked 100 Civil War veterans. Put the answers on the board, please. We shall we think the answer after elevenzies. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is to trust the magnates. The magnates know best. 
Hop on the wires. Let the Empire know. Mill your children for food. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, David Pollock called the race or something. You know, like... Then I really wouldn't... Don't ask him to do math. He's got the prettiest eyes that might bleed. <laughs> he went to Georgia, Spencer. What the fuck I ran to see this tweet so bad. <laughs> Guys, I think it's over. Guys, I've seen enough. <laughs> Big things happening here, but I heard something crazy. Just Desmond Howard busting out a statistically intricate and detailed and accurate like scenario where he's like, yeah, I, I just... I just don't see a, I don't see uh, Purdue having the votes here. Like, look, Dooley County, ninety eight percent reported. It's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah, we got to do this and like the Bears I don't breaking trust down the stats. Economist for shit. Imagine the Economist <laughs> reporting on us like they're in the Paddington movie, Darkest Peru. <laughs> <laughs> they have built a house of waffles. A once great empire. <laughs> oh my god! You know they pronounce it Waffle House. Waffle House. Waffle, the waffle, the waffle, the waffled house in the southern <laughs> provinces of the... a, uh, a deceptive name, given that it is neither a residence nor crannied on the outside. Oh God! Woo! I, that's it. We need more economists covering college football. We would be like, you know, no, no, no. We need to go over there. We do. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, I got an invisible hand for you right here. You get, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Holly, you got your new voice to use and everything. Shit. Using, Hello. You, I <laughs> wanna, this is, this is, <laughs> listen, this is the voice that I use to leave voicemails for Brian Phillips, and so far I've never used it for anything else, so nobody tell him I've done this. I just want to evaluate currencies like football teams to talk about them emotionally, right? We're like, oh. hey, listen, man, the Euro, they took that loss personally. They they sure. took it personally. They're this, they're using motivation, right? Like like that's from that loss. They're gonna come back. I they really don't think just... that's that different from Mad Money, based on I don't think it's what you're saying. No, like I, don't I think, think that's, that's what Mad Money is, where Jim Cramer's just like, you know what? I think semiconductors like they're gonna rally in the fourth quarter. They're gonna get it together. They're looking at each other, saying like, we gotta pull together, semiconductors, and that's why they're a must buy. Blam. <laughs> that was all that guy did for like 15 years man <laughs> just yeah. sitting there just sitting there hitting the soundboard being like hmm what do i think about waste management it's pretty good right trash, 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 trash. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all that dude did there's no evidence he was actually any better that's, or worse than anyone else just guessing that's what bruce wayne becomes if his parents don't die just sitting, in, is, just sitting in a room, screaming, just screaming about business. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, do, yeah. This is what we need to do with college football, with absolutely no room for debate. Right? We're like, hey, they're the number seven team. Caller, you're on the air. I think they're more about nine. No, they're <laughs> crash. Crash. <laughs> don't people would don't love buy. you? Don't buy. You could, you could be so rude and shitty to them, and they'd be like, that guy gets it. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He, he sees what he wants to see. He hears what he wants to hear, and then he, he then he hangs up on his collars. He calls it like it is. He's that like guy's Gary, strong. He's like Gary Barda on ketamine. <laughs> That's the Johnson family gives you the Jets job for it. This guy gets it. 
100% certain about everything he says, and that means he's definitely smart and on the level. Um, I I have not seen, by the way, um, before we tell everybody about a very dear close friend of the podcast, uh, I do want to say I haven't seen anybody. You well, talk to God? Yeah. <laughs> the sun. Um, I want. I haven't seen anybody try to hire Todd Grantham yet. And I'm good. Just, I like him where he is. And I'm not trying to do this because that would put it out in the universe as intent, and then it wouldn't happen. But ah. it would be nice if. Todd Grantham got the West Virginia defensive coordinator job, which was a rumor floating around about three or four days ago. Just, just a thought. I don't think it works that way. I think it's more of a Ringo situation where like once you, you have to pass, you have to affirmatively pass the curse on. Yeah. I don't think you can just float it. I don't think that's how it works. You got to like leave them at somebody's doorstep and hope that they just like sign them to a contract. Is this oh, this this goat? Victorian baby doll that only screams blitz. Interesting. Well, Spencer, remember remember the law of extremely confident Gary Barda. I think you have to believe it first. Wow. <sighs> oh shit. God. Well, you so know what? why why do you why you got to do that to West Virginia? Like, what have they ever done to you? They've shown you hospitality. They've like provided you with entertainment. I don't see why you got to dump them on them. You know what? When it comes to curses. There are no, um, there are no heroes, and there are no villains. There's only the next. I mean, you know who needs a defensive coordinator? Hmm. Notre Dame. You know what? I think they need an aggressive, <laughs> no nonsense defensive coordinator. Boy, this is a boy. great fit. Can you imagine <laughs> Brian Kelly, Todd Grantham having a chat? It'd be like it'd be like inside out if all the characters were angry. <laughs> <laughs> Two angers. These are yeah, these are these are our characters up here. This is anger, and this is anger, and this is anger, and this is this is farts. I don't know if it's mood. <laughs> big Midwestern farts. Yeah, big angry toots. That's that's what we got here. Um you know what? I, I'm really trying to find comfort in something that I can't find comfort in, i.e. hoping that a terrible defensive coordinator goes away. But you know what I can find comfort in? I think Jason can tell me a little something about it. I'm going to guess you're talking about extremely comfortable, cool, collegiate apparel from home field apparel, such as Mostly shirts. for the upper body. Yeah. Shirts, Mostly hoodies, for the upper body. Very, very select pants, which you could perhaps wear on your upper body. Not enough pants. As I'm mermaid sure friendly. Mermaid friendly wear is what it is. I would say mermaid biased, to be quite yeah. honest. Mm. Mermaid, merman, yeah. mer people. Yeah. Why is Connor biased against those of us with more than two major limbs? It's probably That's a real answer. I think it's a good question. It, it, Honor, Connor, you're, the floor is yours, sir. Answer for your crimes against the ocean. get over the, the fact that he is paying to listen to this. Also, you know, you know what home field apparel is not very good for? Snakes. No, man. Uh, if you if they've got two, if they've got a pair of the home field apparel sweatpants, which do not contain photos of the sad dog, they can share them. 
It's true. They, they could do that in a. They could do that in a shirt. You got two. T- a hoodie. A that's two sleeves. What is a pant but a double? That's that's right. What is a pant but a double snake snuggie? And what is a hoodie but like a an apartment for two snakes with like a roommate floor plan? You so know? you're saying a whole a living mass- room in the middle. So you're yeah, saying a yeah, hoodie a is a common area. A hoodie is a snake church. Here is uh, the home field, and here is the steeple. <laughs> Open up inside and snakes. Snakes Poetry eating people. Doesn't have to rhyme. <laughs> it's blank first. You're doing great. Homefieldapparel.com. If you'd like to house your snakes in your clothes and occasionally borrow the clothes from the snakes, it would be recommended Ask to permission. buy Ask two permission. hoodies, one for your snakes, one for you, and then maybe you can trade. Sure. If you do not have any clothes for snakes at this time, you're going to want to use offer code FULLCAST. If you are, have already purchased... If you don't purchased, have snakes, you're wrong. If you're, if you're unsure about whether you have snakes, go ahead and uh, go ahead and be certain. Can't be too careful. Can't ever have too many snakes. That's what I always say. Also, also you're going to need to feed your snakes, right? Yeah. Snakes are expensive. Snakes are an expensive pet. Snakes are... Uh, only if snakes you keep are... them. Only if you keep them confined. Only if you keep them indoors. If you keep them yeah, out I, yeah. My snakes have jobs, so they're sort of self-providing. What jobs do your snakes do? Uh, they're bloggers. Okay, well, so so so, like I said, they're a drain on the economy. <laughs> and they, yeah, they're, they're tanking Expensive. your household and <laughs> yeah, totally worthless. <laughs> <laughs> but those snakes do have some amount of income. Because all Snake blog posts, horns. <laughs> snakehorns.com, acorns.com, offer code FULLCAST for a $5 booster kit to begin to provide for your snakes of the future. Snakes don't, do snakes live a long time? I don't, I've never had a snake. Longer than you think. Long enough to be terrifying. How long do snakes live? It's going to be a big range. Mm, this lists one type of snake and says nine years. But the That's... thing people also ask is, can snakes live for one hundred years? So, the larger a snake can grow, the longer it can live. All right, so uh, boas can live over fifty years. So, say you have a double boa, and this thing is going to live a hundred years. All like right, a so George... you got longer than several uggas. Yeah. <laughs> That's like that's that's like a desi a desi ugga. Say you have a boa like bumpy with uggas that it swallowed. Yeah, just 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 like a whole. Oh God, um, because they were slow. Did you just say bumpy with uggas that yeah, it like, swallowed? Yeah, man, this yeah, thing like looks a, like a corrugated snake. It looks like a fucking <laughs> pod of peas. Um, what is sorry? What combination of letters is right in the middle of the word corrugated? That's the real word. Q G A. What's that you can, coming you down can, the track? A boa constrictor, a snack. You can skateboard across this top of this boa like... Henry Kissinger just does <laughs> Off the back of the snake. Off that the ain't back all of, George's mouse All the back of the 37 still digesting uggas. Acorns.com to begin your investment portfolio today. It's simple and easy. To sock away cash for the future, uh, Ugga oh, won't need that, of course. Market. Ugga <laughs> won't be around for that. But no, 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 hey, Jason, that's we'll, why they have we'll the be on, plan. We'll be on Ugga seven thousand by then. It's like uh, <gasps> it's like a Warhammer, where the the emperor's been alive for thirty thousand years. One of these days, one of the uh, one of the Uggas is going to outlast us all. 
That's what the Acorns family investing plan is for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start that Uga Young with the child plan, and that'll be the that'll be the one that makes it. I'll give everyone an update. By the way, uh, it currently an update off, on what uh, on my Acorns portfolio performance. Oh, currently I we were up, talking about junior. High. Currently up forty one percent from initial investment. Woo. Wow. Forty four cents, baby. Forty four cents. Uh, let's see, cost of buying a snake. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> so again, a wide range. The internet says the cheapest garter snake is going to run you about twenty bucks. I mean, shit, I'll go grab one out of the front yard oh, right let's now. Let's get it from but, the yard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pull my one, pull one out of portfolio. the island in your yard. Yeah, it's insane in it. It's pretty great. the The kid used to be the kids used to be terrified of uh, lizards and snakes and whatnot, but at this point, they're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's <laughs> there's so much nature. Might as well. The world's ending cool. anyway. Might as well get comfortable with this. Yeah, they're 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 out there like 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 with machetes, like hacking through our our bamboo jungle back there and the island in the front. It's great. I, like if I if I don't say anything, they'll end up just doing yard work. Um, but yeah, I could buy six garter snakes online with my Acorns retirement portfolio. So I could either retire or buy six snakes. I think you the choice retire. is yours. I, I think you should retire personally to be with my snakes. Yes. That's it. All I care about are my 36 snakes. Snake. <laughs> Boss. See, that Boss. would be a, that would be a hell of a way for a coach to step down. If like, you know. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't that be Nick great? Saban Nick Saban wins the title. Just all right, I'm going to I'm just going to go hang out with my snakes. Like I, I think it's Frank so listeners. I just They're like very active <laughs> listeners. People, wouldn't it be if great if, if Gary Patterson was just like, well, we had a good run, built a lot of things here. <laughs> now it's time for me to retire to Arizona with my 58 snakes. He's just Gary weird Patterson's enough to say that. Built like a snake. That's just <laughs> yeah. He's very distended. He's like think, a, a coiled do, snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Do you think he could eat uh, an entire bulldog and unhinge his jaw? Oh yeah. Uh, I think he can if you tell him you think he can't. Wow. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's good motivation. Say, oh, he's fuck you. Gonna, and then... He's also going to extrude a lot of liquid during the process. I see the vision. More... Right? Okay, you see where I'm going with this. Yeah, he's going to dehydrate the dog as it is in his mouth, making uh-huh. thereby oh. there is less to digest. He mummifies... He mummifies everything he touches he's so that he can... He's basically going to make it into jerky. As right. he's chewing the dog, it is turning to right. mere powder. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, it was already powder because it's been real, real dead. <laughs> you know what? Do you know what this reminds me of? What? The benefits of long-term investing. That's what I'm just... It's coming all back around. Sure. Home, baby. Yeah. Having, having a slowly digesting dog in your stomach that you feed <laughs> off of for months and months. <laughs> Wait, that's... I got it. Who's that coming down the tract? <laughs> <laughs> laugh. <laughs> laugh, puppets. That's, that's the definition of long-term investing right there. Yeah, Python is the, uh, that's the shrewdest investor of all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Acorns.com slash fullcast. In a garden you never get to see because you're inside a python. <laughs> Y'all remember Ogden Nash? Yes. Did you ever read his zoo poems? No. Some of them were, it's, it's a tiny little book that my mother had them in. And some of them were several pages long and some of them were like three lines long. Mm-hmm. But the one I remember was about eels. 
and the whole poem goes like this. I don't mind eels, except as meals, and the way they feels. <laughs> End <Huh>. of poem. <laughs> and this man made money writing these. Ogden Nash was a god. Is this he still... Actually, is... Shoot. He was probably super racist, and I don't even know about that, so please don't take me saying that he was a god personally. Ogden Nash, I, super racist. I know one... I know Thank one you, Ogden yeah, Nash on. couplet, uh, and it he was about... He might have fled the Nazis, for all I know, or he might be awful. I don't know. It was about a an extremely nepotistic Hollywood producer who used his entire family, put his whole family on the payroll, and his name was Carl Lemley, and the entire poem was, Carl Lemley has a very large family. Sure. Um, one of the ratings for the pocketbook of Ogden Nash... Uh, Still yeah, gave it. Th- still gave it three stars. Says surprisingly racist at times, and not so surprisingly mis- misogynistic at others. So, Wait, what? it's all about animals. I don't know. Still gave oh. it three stars out of five. Mm. I'm positive I'm missing something because I only remember this and the poem uh, about guppies. And the whole poem about guppies is just a list of what you call a baby animal. And then the last line is, guppies just have little guppies. Jason, how would you uh, feel if Jim Harbaugh took the Falcons shop? Oh, jeez. Ryan? Ryan, <laughs> Ryan I you feel can't bad. sneak up on a man in the grass like no, that. No, listen, listen. No, I, like I, 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 I wasn't clear if we were out of the ad or not, so I had to steer us back into something. I don't know. Out of the ad and here. into the adder. I'll answer the question. I would feel bad, Ryan. Also, I'm not sure if we can afford him. We're like $25 million over the cap. So we're going to we're going for to who? For it, what? I mean, for Matt Ryan months. plus Julio equals a salary cap. Yeah, so pretty much. <laughs> pretty Worth much. it. Wait. Something. Kinda. It seemed like it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Yeah, yeah. That's... Like you, you look at the Jags is like you walk in and you are, hey, you are you are create a GM in Madden. You can do whatever you want. You got ten draft picks, the number one pick, you got a shitload of cap space. The Jags, other than um like the father of a uh guy who runs a wrestling company is the actual GM. Uh the Jags is an awesome job. You know, and the Chargers is a pretty nice job. The Falcons <laughs> The Texans, Texas, you get, Texas, you get Deshaun Watson. Oh, man. Cool. That's yeah. it. The you got Texans, no draft picks ever. The, te- the Texans is playing the Oregon Trail on like an unseen difficulty level. <laughs> Texas like, is playing. You start with debt. You start with the debt. Texans, you have to work off. Dog, it's like you were playing Oregon Trail going east. You're starting. <laughs> you're, hey, hey, welcome to Oregon Trail Extreme. Guess what? You already have dysentery. You haven't even left your house. Have a great fucking time. Go You're Texans. You're playing, playing Oregon Trail starting in the ocean. <laughs> you can't this swim. Is... Hey, who who traded all those draft picks away? Bill O'Brien. Future Bill Alabama O'Brien. offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just wanted to go ahead and tag that. Because whoever ends up being the Alabama offensive coordinator is going to be hilarious. The uh, you've seen the uh, the rumor, right? Like the funniest rumor, Mm-mm. the funnier than Bill O'Brien, Adam Gates, Adam Gates rumor, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's that's like the coach Saban. Let's let's really see how good you are at this, right? 
I think that is Nick Saban being like, oh, it's so much work. Like, having to hire new help is so much work. Where can I find somebody who will never get pushed? Somebody, somebody somebody else would, wants. Someone who would never draw any interest from another college football team as for a head coach position. I like I mean, how I even that this, would backfire. Adam Gase is going to be the Tennessee head coach in two yeah, years. Yeah, like, even that backfires. Two years later, it's like, you know, this guy's worked for Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, this, is, this is also such a harsh indictment of everyone else competing against Nick Saban, right? Because he's like, shit, it doesn't matter who I hire. I'm so fucking Look, bored. Yeah, do you see, God, oh, these guys are so good. I'm so good at recruiting. And I just hand them off and like, yeah, oh, offense, I mean, offensive coordinator, I Bob, Bobcat Goldthwait, he's a funny guy. I think it's going to work out great. <laughs> it's it's going to be fine. Yeah, that's it. He's just like, got such contempt for offense that this is the final stage where he's like, I could plug anyone in there. I can put it what you throw to the fast guy, like that's the hard side of the ball. It's like selling fireworks, just like slap a new label on it. Who fucking cares? <laughs> like they're so talented. Adam Gase could just call the stupidest game plan. He's like, we haven't called a we haven't called a pass on first down in eight games, and matter. we haven't called a pass on second down in five games, and we're still undefeated because everyone else sucks and I'm awesome. I actually think with Adam Gase, they would take a step back, which is the funnier part. <laughs> that he could screw that up. It'd be like, I think we throw to Devontae Smith too much. 7.20 p.m. January 5th, 2021. TVline.com. Caillou canceled at PBS Kids. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> what a night. <laughs> Kelly Leffler right. and Caillou out of here. <laughs> The great scourges of our nation since Skitterin. Man, our how, two how, weirdest looking losers. How did Caillou man, <laughs> manage to have better hair than Kelly Leffler? How did he pull that off? <laughs> he oh, doesn't even good. have hair. That's just like... He's got eyebrows. That's hair. <laughs> no, that's that's like some sort of loser, flaky, loser skin lint that but, hangs wow. off. You know what? Yeah. You know what? He makes it work better than Kelly Leffler's flat show dog bullshit. Like I know an who's... Afghan hound with a malfunctioning flat iron. But I don't like baseball. Bye, bitch. 